0: A couple of walks that we want to tell you about that have to do with breast cancer. Uh, we also want to, let me turn back that a little bit. I'm a little loud as it is. Uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society has a great walk called Light the Night that they have coming up in uh, third weekend of October. And we're going to have Cat Graham. Cat Graham is the senior manager for the Light the Night program for the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. We're going to go ahead and give her a call in just a couple of minutes here. But that's what we want to talk about today, uh, first half of the show at least, is um, all the walks that we uh, can encourage you to participate in, please do. I always joke and say it's kind of like going to church. You don't want to go at first, but once you get there, you have a lot of fun. So uh, take advantage of that if you have some walks coming up in your area. And we're going to give her a call in a minute. I'll, I'll try calling her now, Tom. we
1: I want to say hi to Rachel Sellers. Hi, honey. Good to t- see you out there watching us. Uh, our friend Gary Hackney. Gary, good t- Good to see you. I hope yep. things are going well for you, sir. Uh, Gary, in uh Gary Ying in uh, uh, Singapore he's joined us Gary good to see you as well um, you said we're going to we're going to get involved now with that call or yeah going to make okay. that call right we're now we're going to so. call her right now in the meantime let's let's talk about some other things how many of you out there you know and, and please jump in and leave us some comments are, are, are get involved with some of these walks and, and fundraisers and things like that and, and how many would you like more information about where we can find those things for you? Uh, so, so help us out with that. Phil Nostrino, thanks for joining us, sir. I hope things are going well with your wife. want to say, of course, happy, uh, ha- happy to, to, to be talking, with, talking about uh, our friend Lisa is doing well. She's back at yes. work and uh, things going good for her. Uh, Carol just about done with her treatment and uh, my understanding is
0: she's starting to feel better You can hear us calling now. This is an extremely live show, so that's why you're hearing <laughs> everything we do
1: It doesn't get any more <laughs> live than this, does no, it? No, it does
0: not <laughs> This is Kat Hi, Kat. This is Robbie Robinson and my co-host Tom Sellers, uh, not done yet Our Hello, Kat. How are you?
2: Hi, gentlemen. I'm great. How are you doing?
0: Very good. Doing Thanks very, for joining us today yes, We appreciate it. Can you hear us Absolutely. both okay?
2: Yes, I can.
0: Okay, we can hear you fine, too. Uh, We were telling a little bit about, before we called you, about uh, what you do for, not what you do, but your title for them and uh, what you're in charge of uh, with the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, which is something very close and personal to me, being a 16-year blood cancer survivor myself. um, It means Uh a lot to me, anything that they do. And uh, there's a wonderful walk coming up called Light the Night, which is what Leukemia Lymphoma Society uh, puts on several times a year and we just wanted to talk to you about that you're the senior manager for the light the night program is that correct in the chicagoland area that that's correct yes sir okay Uh, quickly if you don't mind we like to ask people sometimes and i didn't get a chance to talk to you about this earlier. but is there anything specifically uh, other than just career choice that got you interested in being in the cancer fighting industry instead of going and taking your talents and putting it in some other industry
2: Yeah, absolutely. I have been passionate about fundraising since I was in college. I was heavily involved in dance marathon, which I'm sure many people know about. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just, you know, it wasn't my major. It wasn't going to be my career choice, but I knew it was a calling and my heart led me in that direction. So I have been in fundraising my whole career. Mm -hmm. Um, What brought me to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is I actually lost my grandfather, when I was very little, about 25 years ago, to non Hodgkin's lymphoma. And you think back 25 years ago, being diagnosed with a blood cancer, um, mm-hmm. there wasn't much they could do. So he only had four months from the time of his diagnosis from when he passed away. And I've always felt strongly that we can do better and we can do better for him for sure.
0: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Like I said, being a survivor yeah. myself, I've seen you know people that uh-huh. one of the things that we always say is if fighting hard saved you everybody would live uh, yeah you know people that die <laughs> fight the hardest so yeah. it's just whether we've been Absolutely. blessed with more time and uh, you you've taken that time you know and you i always say we can't let that moment of physical loss determine a person's whole life or their legacy afterwards mm-hmm. and you have obviously mm-hmm. taken that and turned his name and his uh passing into a legacy that that you're carrying on with the work that you do and i just want you to know that i appreciate that myself being mm-hmm. a Uh, lymphoma survivor so let's get to it what's coming up in a couple of weeks
2: yeah no problem so light the night light the night is our largest fundraiser across the country all of the amazing work that the leukemia and lymphoma society does would not be possible without fundraising events like light Mm -hmm. the night so what happens is there's about 150 of these events happening across the country right now and In just three weeks, October 20th and 21st, Life and Night comes to the Chicagoland area. So it is uh, truly meant to be a community event that brings people together, no matter how you've been impacted by cancer. So it happens in the evening. Festival grounds open at 5 p.m. There's a lot of fun activities. It's very kid-friendly. Um, MEANT TO BE VERY OPEN AND FUN ENVIRONMENT. AND AROUND 6.45 IS WHEN WE DO AN OPENING CEREMONY THAT HONORS OUR PATIENTS AND OUR SURVIVORS. ANY CANCER SURVIVORS ARE TRULY INVITED TO LIGHT THE NIGHT AND TO JOIN US IN THE CEREMONY. AND THEN AT 7.00 P.M. WE KICK OFF A WONDERFUL WALK WHERE WE ARE ALL CARRYING LANTERNS THAT SIGNIFY SOMETHING DIFFERENT in the cancer journey. So our patients and our survivors are carrying white lanterns. We carry red lanterns in support of anybody around us. And then I will carry a gold lantern in memory of my grandfather. Mm-hmm. So we pay honor and we uh, respect those who have also lost their battle to cancer. So uh, like I said, it really brings the community together. It is free That's- to register. We welcome anybody. Free to get a lantern, free to walk. Obviously, we encourage fundraising, and yes. a big shout out to all those teams and companies and families that have been fundraising all year long for this awesome time. But we're very excited to have it uh, hit hit Chicago and um, coming up in just mm-hmm. a couple weeks
1: here. Um,
0: not just donating uh, money, but I'm, I'm assuming you l- use a lot of volunteers for these kind of events. You're probably set on one coming up this close, but if not can people contact you or or contact Leukemia Lymphoma Society if they want to just maybe volunteer my time? I don't have the money, but I might have some time.
2: Sure. Absolutely, absolutely. We need about 300 to 400 volunteers to make these tick. So uh, we keep recruiting all the way up until the day of. So, yes, yes, you can absolutely. If you just want to volunteer, you want to help pass out some food or lanterns or cheer on the walkers on the walk site, we absolutely need you there.
0: Yeah, I've been to that walk uh, a few times myself, and I tell you, it's an amazing sight at night when you see that sea of yellow, white, and gold flowing mm-hmm. through those streets and along that lakeshore is just an amazing sight, and really, it really does uh, bring tears to people's eyes when they see that, it, happy and sad, because it's just such a beautiful sight mm-hmm. uh, running through yeah. there like that. How many um, sponsors do mm-hmm. you guys, how many, uh, they have tents and things that people are, cancer related items how what how do you break that up how, mm-hmm. who do you get to participate in this as far as businesses I'm assuming that's what you want to do to to uh, you know yeah. attract people there yeah
2: absolutely we're so excited we have some really gracious sponsors this year that are activating in a bunch of different ways on site at all of our walks it's um, to anyone from You know, passing out water to swag and giveaways at the Chicago Walk. Walgreens will be doing flu shots for everybody. Um, You know, fun games that will happen, you know, yard games that happen throughout the evening. So, And snacks and all those fun swag giveaways. So we are incredibly grateful to all of our sponsors to, you know, sign that check and engage their communities, and we we use that Mm -hmm. money immediately to our patients and um, for the cause. So we're excited. There's definitely going to be a lot of fun activities happening at each of the sites, so definitely won't want to miss out on that.
0: Yeah, I know um, I always enjoyed when you talk about the swag. I never got a chance to do it much if I was going to the walks because I was usually – work in one of the tents with a hospital or something but i always Mm -hmm. encourage people to go make sure you go to every booth because everybody's giving something away and and people love that kind of stuff
2: there's a lot of glow in the dark stuff a lot of flashing (laughs) lights being in the evenings so you'll definitely get some good goodies out of it and (laughs) it's
0: definitely a like you said a family affair as we all know blood Mm -hmm. cancer hits children as much as it hits adults and uh yeah. Uh, you know, I, I always joke Tom and I was telling Tom earlier, I always tell people going to a cancer walk, it's kinda like going to church. You don't really want to go at first, but once you get there you heck a have a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: absolutely.
2: I have a, a wonderful volunteer and participant. Her name is Sarah and she started um, with us about four years ago. She moved here from London and oh was about five months pregnant and was diagnosed with a blood cancer and kind of went through that whole ordeal by herself everybody was on the other side of the ocean sure. And so um, she had her baby who was beautiful and healthy and she went through treatment and is still in remission to this day but she went for the walk that year and she said it was the first time she ever felt a sense of community here in the states yes, and here in Chicago. Yes. She would look around and see the other people with white lanterns and truly felt she was no longer alone and she found a home with LLS. So that's mm-hmm. what we try to bring to the community through this event.
0: I think that's uh, what most people need. Uh, we all want that. Uh-huh. You know, a good friend of mine says there's no nothing more healing than a human touch, a hug, you know, a smile, uh-huh. uh, and just being with each other and being around people that have, are going through the same thing it means a lot, a lot of times uh-huh. when you don't have family or close friends near you, you can find those mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pretty close if you get yourself out and get involved in the community, the cancer fighting community. Absolutely. You know, you Absolutely. Know you're, did, you're right, did, Robbie. Quick question. I don't want you to get too much personal about that, your friend. Uh, did she have to do treatment mm-hmm. during her pregnancy or did she have to wait till afterwards?
2: she waited until after there yeah. was not much they could do um, it wasn't aggressive enough to need that treatment but they actually yeah. went and wait and watch for a while with sure. her but as soon as she had that baby she did start treatment
0: yeah and I want people who are listening or watching us to know y- you might hear that phrase wait and w- wait and watch or watch and wait mm-hmm. uh, a lot from your doctor and it doesn't mean they don't want to do anything it means we don't feel your life uh, your life quality has been interrupted enough yet to start this and thankfully sometimes uh, blood cancers can be a slow growing or indolent they call it cancer Mm -hmm. where you can have that option of watch and wait Um, a Mm -hmm. lot of cancers you don't have that time you have to do something now but that is one Mm -hmm. of the pluses with (laughs) if there is such a thing with blood cancers is sometimes they are very slow growing so they're harder to cure but easier to manage sometimes
2: yeah, and I think through a lot of treatments and studies and things that LLS has invested in, we've realized that sometimes because you get diagnosed with cancer, we don't have to immediately zap your whole body with everything we've got. And um, you know, I've I've met people who have been diagnosed with a blood cancer eight or ten years ago and haven't done a, a single bit of treatment. So I think that um, advancements in that and that perspective is really unique and really um a, a leading thing in the blood cancer world that they mm-hmm. try to emulate and with other cancers as well
0: yeah yeah it's uh, one of the things they told me when i first got diagnosed well you got a good cancer i'm like well, what <laughs> good cancer. <laughs> yeah slow <laughs> going slow growing, growing Yeah.
1: so uh, kat this is tom I'm just and i'm, I'm kind of one of these guys who likes to know what how these things came about mm-hmm. so can you can you tell me you know how long the, the, this walk has been going on, and kind of where it originated, <coughs> if you don't mind.
2: Sure. So, uh, uh, Life and I started actually up in Wisconsin. Um, I know we're we're all in Chicago here, so we don't want to talk too much about brewers or Packers. Whoa, 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 whoa! Easy with <laughs>
0: easy with the swearing. I got, uh. I got my got my
2: button, <laughs> my finger on the
0: pause button here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't allow my yeah. my grandkids <laughs> to say the p word. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly exactly so we'll, we'll give uh, wisconsin a tiny bit of credit when okay. it comes to Life Night, right. but it was well over 20 years ago about 24 years ago now that Life the night started and um, has just continued to grow exponentially we're one of the top walk run bike events that does continue to grow in the top 10 categories so um, we're very excited we raised last year over 68 million dollars across the country through wow. light the night and this year we're projected to be well over 70 million so we're very excited and very grateful and know that that is truly making a difference in the world of cancer
1: absolutely those are big numbers big yeah. numbers
0: I, want, uh, uh-huh. I if you don't mind telling me I, you may not know it specifically but I know I did a couple of events with TNT team in uh, team in training sure. through leukemia lymphoma society and one of the reasons I picked them, not just because I had lymphoma, but because uh, they had a pretty high rate of the actual funds that were collected that went to patients and patient services directly. Um, uh-huh. It was one of the highest that I, at that point, it was 76%, yeah. basically. This was, I don't know, seven, yeah. seven or eight years ago. Um, yep. And that's a high amount for yeah, a nonprofit to donate. Yeah,
2: that's where yeah, we're still there. We're nationally put all of our funds together. We are at 77% of wow. our funds go to the cause, go to the mission. Go so, one of, again, that. one of the top um, organizations that dedicates the majority of their money to the mission.
0: Yes, yeah, so if anybody wants, it's getting close to the end of the year. If anybody wants to make donations because of tax purposes, uh-huh. things like that, Leukemia Lymphoma Society is definitely something you might want to look into for and, and get a good return on your money as far as the use of it.
2: Right. Absolutely, right.
0: absolutely. Now you said the 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 one that's upcoming
1: in in Chicago. Where and where and when?
2: Absolutely. So on October twentieth, we will be at Soldier Field South Lot. So right downtown, where the tailgate field is. We will be there on Saturday, October twentieth, starting at five p.m. That same day, Saturday, October 20th, we will also be at the Oak Brook Park District. So all of our western suburbs, we have a lot of south suburbs friends that come up to that walk um, can join us there. And then on Sunday, October 21st, we will do it again up in Glenview at Gallery Park, again at 5 p.m. So pick whichever one's closest to you and most convenient and um, have a blast.
0: great man i already put up the one for downtown i'm going to put up before the uh at least by the end or at least right after the show we're going to put up the other dates and places for you on that also um did you start working with lecumulant foam society in this light the night program or did you just get on board and then kind of went into this this specific fundraiser? because i know they do quite a few different Mm -hmm. things with tnt and uh, regatta and all that stuff that they have yeah um,
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So we have five major campaigns. I have worked in Life and Night. Um, this will actually be my fifth walk uh, this year. So almost five years total and kind of worked my way up, started um, as a specialist working, you know, in the nitty gritty of the work that, you yep. know, has to happen with Life and Night and have been with it ever since.
0: Yeah, and for full disclosure, we apparently have met somewhere at one of the fundraising <laughs> events or <laughs> that uh, CTCA, yeah, Cancer yeah. Treatment Centers <laughs> of America, and Leukemia Lymphoma Society uh, sometimes do mm-hmm. events together, and we admit met at one of those yeah. events, I believe it was.
1: So yeah, if yeah, absolutely. So somebody who wants to either donate time or, or resources or, or what have you, how would they contact you to make that happen?
2: Sure, just go to lightthenight.org slash il or slash illinois, and it'll take you straight to our site. All of our staff, my contact information is on the site. My whole staff contact information is on the site. So um, any way that, you know, the website gives you a ton of information, reach out to any of us, and we are happy to help you.
0: Great, great. I'm putting that up now as we're speaking about that, so I want to get that on for them. What's your plans in the future are you staying with the company as far as you know, or do you want? How, how would you like to see this <laughs> thing grow even more?
2: Sure, you know, I think that in, in regards to light the night something that's really unique for our event You know, you'll see a lot of walks and runs across the country that are very very corporate driven, which is awesome again Companies have a lot of money and they have a lot of money to give um, to these causes so something that's been unique for Life the night is that we're actually really based in the community and really based in our friends and family teams so anybody that's been impacted they are personally reaching out to their network they are personally donating their own time their own money mm-hmm. and investing in this mission and that has been across the nation for the past 20 25 years that has been the heart and soul of Life the night so We're very proud of that, and we know that that will continue to grow. Uh, Specifically in Metro Chicago, I'd love to see that corporate support continue to grow. We have a lot of big companies out here. We have a lot of big dollars here that can be invested in the cure for cancer. Um, And I think I think that that is where we'll continue to see ourselves go in the next couple of years.
0: Um, And I like something you guys do. Uh, You know, I'm a big believer in incentives myself. uh-huh. And you have different levels of donating that uh, people can qualify for and receive uh-huh. a bigger thanks. Let's put it that way. Wh- wh- what are yeah, those? What absolutely. are those levels oh so people kind of know? Well, if I donated this, not that we expect uh-huh. to get anything uh-huh. for doing that. You know, my dad used <laughs> to say, "Doing good is its own reward." I'm like, well, I don't mind a tip There's once in a while. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I get it. I, I love the flag too. I totally get it. So we, you know, like, like I said, like the night registering is free. Um, you can also just show up that day and enjoy, enjoy the activities. But if you would like the exclusive life, the night t-shirt, you do need to be registered and you do need to fundraise a hundred dollars. So um, that seems to be the hot topic. Everybody wants that shirt that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so be registered and be ready to fundraise or donate to yourself and have $100 on your page and you will definitely get a a shirt. And then it kind of just grows from there. Um, there's levels, different incentives at 250, at 500. If you hit $1,000, you're considered a bright light. Um, one of our leading lights in fundraising and there's a lot of great incentives that go along with that. Um, And then, you know, we get into the bigger numbers of the 50,000 and 100,000 fundraisers, and that gets really, you know, exciting and ties it even closer to the mission for those kinds of things. So definitely have a whole incentive program. It is a lot of fun. I totally get it. Um, And that T-shirt is definitely the hot topic for life
0: tonight. Yeah, and all you have to do is have at least one to four good friends or ten people you kind of know. (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There you go. You can do it. (laughs) well we really appreciate you being on here with us today um tom you got any we don't want to you know we'd love to spend the whole hour with you and maybe we will in the future (laughs) uh we want to thank you first of all for agreeing to talk to us today we one of the problems with having a live show like this is in talking to uh, patients who are actively fighting sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't know until that day that i just cannot make it today and i just don't even feel like talking And, and we understand that you know we
2: Mm-hmm. We get mm-hmm. that,
0: uh, and so a lot of times we have to get on the phone and scramble. And people that we were mm-hmm. l- looking forward to talking to in the future, all of a sudden we might we can get them to talk now. We do, and I appreciate you doing mm-hmm. this. And we wanted to make sure that the mm-hmm. message got out about uh, light the night, how important it is. Thank you. Uh, blood cancer is a horrible disease. There's many, 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 many different types of blood cancers we know, and uh, mm-hmm. cancers like water, it affects, gets in everything you own and affects everybody you know and uh, mm-hmm. what you do makes a world of difference to a lot of people, believe me. Um, I'm, I'm one of them myself. Thanks. If it wasn't for the Chemo Society, I don't know if I would have made it anywhere near where I did uh, when sure. I finally hooked up with them. So I just wanna thank you for that. And uh, anything you wanna Hi. ask us, anybody you, uh, if you have friends that would like to tell us, tell other people about something, uh, they can use our show to do that. So if you wanna recommend to anybody that you know that's dealing with cancer in any way, even if it's just a family or friend that just wants to tell their story, a lot of times it just empowers them to be able to have this option, you know, this media to, to tell their story through. And uh we absolutely. just absolutely thank you so much for being Great. here. Okay? And we look yeah, forward to talking thank to you, you guys, soon.
2: I appreciate it. And C- I hope to see you all at the walk.
1: Very oh, you'll definitely will. Thank <laughs> you, Kat. We sure appreciate your your your, your what you do and yes. uh and spending time telling yeah. us and educating uh, us and our audience.
0: And we'll we'll get awesome. all that information. We'll get all that information out today for them. All right. Cool. Thank, Thank you guys so much. Thank have you, a Kat. great day. Enjoy the rest of your lunch. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <Thanks. laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, folks. There well, we have Cat Graham with Leukemia Lymphoma Society. She's a senior manager for the Light the Night program um, in the Chicagoland area, and we just encourage you to get out there. It's a it's a beautiful sight to see that 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 river of, they're paper lanterns on a stick is what they are. And they're white, gold, and red. And like she said, um, the gold is in memory of somebody that you may have lost to a blood cancer. Uh, white, I believe, is actively fighting.
1: I, I honestly I, don't know. I don't, I've remember. not been to one of red those Red or yet.
0: white is uh, actively fighting or a survivor. So, But it's just a beautiful sight when you see all that at night streaming down through the streets of Chicago and along the lake shore there. So if you get a chance, make it October 20th, downtown Chicago.
1: That really does sound like a great event. I think uh, I think my wife and I should check that out. we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. Sometimes people get the <laughs> hotel for the night and you know do that and then spend the night in Chicago. Sure, sure, it's sure. a great time. All righty. Well, we we're, uh, Please send your, your questions or comments about that, and uh, and let's we're going to talk about some other ones. But let me back up for just a second, and this is kind of off subject a little bit. Uh, Many of you remember, it wasn't very long ago, we had uh, Joseph Friedman from PDI Medical on here, and he answered a lot of questions uh, concerning medical cannabis and things like that, so I just wanted to give a shout-out to him. Uh, You know, and I learned a uh, a few things when I went out and visited with him the other day. Uh, For example, one of the things I did not know is very few of the... the, uh, medical cannabis dispensaries are actually owned and operated by pharmacists. In fact, or uh, anybody in the medical field. Correct. Uh, so PDI Medical uh, dispensaries out there in uh, Buffalo Grove, they are one of the few that is pharmacist owned and operated. And the the important thing to know about that is, uh, you, there's, these are medically trained people. They they're going to be able to tell you based on what type of uh, prescriptions you're taking. Because I- I- if you're fighting cancer, you have prescriptions. I promise you. Um, They're going to be able to tell you what you should or shouldn't take and what uh, the complications could be. Uh, So you're you're actually talking to somebody with a medical training as opposed to a lot of places that don't have that. Uh, We'll talk about them again here before the hour is up, but I just want to pass that information along. And, you know, if you have questions of them, give them a call. They're 224-377-9734. along. PDI Medical. PDI Medical. Talk to our friend uh, Joseph Friedman. Uh, now, Robbie, you and I were talking before the show started, and we were talking about this being uh, breast cancer awareness. Yes, this month, And uh, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, <laughs> we, I know it's hit your home. A little bit. A little bit. It's hit, uh, bit. hit, hit, hit a, a friend sister, of mine. My sister,
0: my wife, and one of our three daughters
1: are all survivors. So, you know, tell us a little bit. Now, I know we talked, and we, we actually had your daughter on here for yep. uh, a show not long ago. But, you know, give us some of the insight.
0: You know, I'm, I'm a big advocate for being involved in the cancer-fighting industry, and I've been doing it for 16 years from being diagnosed to what I do today. And it never gets easier. No, I'm sure it doesn't. Uh, you know, you you got to play different roles sometimes. I've been fortunate to play the patient role and communicate to other people what it's like to go through that. And I've had to go through the caregiver role with losing my brother to colon cancer And uh, my daughter is the second, it's her second bout of breast cancer. And she's just finished up treatments about a half a year ago, but she's had complications. Um, And I always dreaded that caregiver role. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And that's why we always talk so much about how important that role is um, to just stand there and watch this person you love, knowing there's nothing you can do. You can't reach in there and tear it out like you want to do. But you don't want to say too much because I'm not the one with cancer, you know, and I know all that. and I, I, I understand that those are feelings and guilt that people go through. I'm not going through guilt with it. I'm going through having to watch somebody you love go through this. And it's extremely difficult. I think that's probably the most hardest part about this whole thing. It's not the physical fight as the patient, although that's rough and it can take your life sometimes the mental torment. That uh, caregivers go through, I think, sure. is probably one of the toughest things in this. And and usually caregivers don't want to say anything. Like I said, uh, there's that guilt of I, I don't even have a right to have a happy thought. Look what my loved one's going through. Right, right. Uh, and don't feel that way. It's it's you know you're going to naturally have those urges, but it, it it's not a true feeling. It, it, you're trying to make yourself either feel better or responsible, one or the other. And uh, so those are just things you might tell yourself. Uh, you know, I, I should don't even have a right to a happy thought. Um, but it is difficult to watch somebody you love, especially I don't care how old they are. Uh, my daughter's thirty eight and she'll be thirty eight this December eighth and it's still difficult to watch somebody you love go through that right, right. It's just really hard to explain explain it other than keep yourself involved. if I just went home and did that and saw her going through this and did nothing about it other than just be with her, what about all the other people all the other families that are going through this mm-hmm. and if you can take some of what you're having to go through, even as a caregiver, and go help somebody else through this, besides just that person you know, it kind of gives you that balance back that you, you know, you, your balance kind of tips over and some spills out when you're going through this thing, sure, as you know. Sure. And uh, I've seen my sister where she just had to have uh, some treatment, uh, not treatment, she had to do uh, maintenance medicine, uh, sur- not surgeries, but invasive procedures to out exactly what it is and every woman who's gone through that knows exactly what i'm talking about it's not easy either way but she got off with doing that and having to do some tamoxifen stuff like that through the years and uh my wife who in 93 had a radical mastectomy on the left side back then you just cut it off sewed it back up and that was it there was no reconstructive surgery there was unless you privately had money or insurance to do that sure Uh, it wasn't offered as part of the services like it is (coughs) now and up, up to seeing my daughter go through this for the second time. Had a double mast the first time. Um, didn't have to do chemo the first time, did radiation, which did quite a bit of damage. Uh, had reconstructive surgery. Went close to nine years without anything coming back and just doing a follow-up, on a small lump and that turned into having to uh, go through chemo and radiation again. Um, had to take out, had complications with one of the implants so they scheduled, they were going to do, a, over the last month or so, she had a port removal on on one day that had been in there for a year, and they figured, well, we're not going to have to give you anymore, so let's take the port out. Uh, ten days later, they were going to do a replacement on the implant. It was a stretcher implant. It was a second implant, so it was a second replacement that was in there because of complications inside, and they wanted to put a third one in there after using that stretcher implant for half a year to nine months. And uh put the third one in there within two days, that third one uh got infected pretty bad. I went over to her house and she had a high fever and couldn't hardly breathe and just almost where she was out of it and uh, we eventually got her to the, got the fever down, got her to a doctor uh, and ten days after that, she had to go in and have that one had to have that implant implant pulled out again, and drain tubes put in there. so within a twenty day period she had every ten days she had a some type of invasive surgery. Mm-hmm. And uh, she hit a low spot with this one. Um, She had a difficult time coming back from that uh, second and third surgery of that three surgery period. Uh, It it really did hit her hard, and she has a lot of family and some friends to help her with that. But it was difficult to watch one of my children suffer like that, and knowing that I couldn't do anything about it um, other than be here today, do the things that we do, Tom. Um, So, yeah, it it can get rough. We understand that, and we don't want you as caregivers sitting out there thinking that I don't have a right to feel this way, to have a happy thought, to uh, talk to somebody about it. Look what my loved one's going. You have every right in the world to talk to somebody about what you're going through. Uh, When we lost my sister's husband to lung cancer, he was diagnosed a month before me in 2001. In seven months, he was gone because the lung cancer just turned into every other kind of cancer and went throughout his body. And fortunately, here I sit 16 years later. And I felt tremendously guilty that he was going through that, and I wasn't. And she said what he was what he was going through, what he went through, did in no way lessen what I was going through. It didn't lessen the impact my story can have. Sure, all of us uh, can have on other people and encouraged me to not get discouraged uh, and, and not to just walk away from it. I know a lot of people... When they're done with this thing, they just walk away from it and never have any, I don't want to think about it, I don't want to talk about it, that's behind me. And I respect that, but when people say that, or when they do that, when they do think of it, all they're going to think about is their own pain and suffering that they went through. And people like Tom and me and other people that we know who go out and do things for others that are going through this once we reach that point that we can, find that there's a great balancing effect of that and the reward is so much greater than the effort. So again, we just encourage you to get out there And do what you can get to these walks Uh, it means a lot to these people that are have cancer and go to the walk to see so many other people out there supporting them it it makes it feel like they're not the only one carrying that load so we just want to continue to get out to the walks while you still can at least up here in the north in the chicagoland area we're not going to have a whole lot of nice weather too much longer to allow us to do that uh, and there's a couple of walks I want to tell you about are coming up. You want to yeah. talk about the ones coming up? Let's uh, let's let's uh, we're at the bottom of the
1: hour here. Let's uh, yes. let's yeah. thank our friends. Yep, uh, that's what we do here at uh, twelve thirty. Uh, Phil, I, I I haven't seen your note yet, but I I'm, I will get back with you as soon as I as soon as I'm off the air. Uh, anyway, uh, we want to uh, we want to thank some station sponsors. We're going to begin with uh, Northern Illinois Windows. Our friend Bill Thomas over there. They do. They clean windows one pane at a time. They like doing windows even when we don't. Uh, you want to give them a call, 385 uh, 6646. Let's talk to our about our friends who keep this show powered up. When we break stuff, they fix stuff. And that is Xtech uh, LLC. They are o- over at 815 516 8075. Go to say hi to them as well. Uh, mobile Accounting, my friend Eric Mason. He's a guy that will uh, make sure your taxes get done right when they're supposed to. Give him a call, 224-321-6859. Of course, our friends over at Natural Therapy Wellness Center, they, uh, they do it all. They do your acupuncture, your time thymo- uh, yoga massage, cancer massage, you name it. They're, they're in the business of making you feel better, folks. Give them a call. They are at 815-385-8190. And again, I mentioned earlier, Uh, Our sponsor, PDI Medical, Uh, they are over in Buffalo Grove. And uh, like I was saying earlier, and and you might want to keep this in mind when you're, if you're, you know, somebody who's thinking about medical cannabis. Folks, it's called medical cannabis for a reason it's medicine. Yes. So, you know, again, because it's medicine, you want to know what kind of possible interactions it might have. Uh, So go over and see somebody who's a professional in the medical field. You want to see these guys? They're you know, they're, they're they're medically trained uh, pharmacists and nurses and product specialists. You know this is the difference between buying uh, your medical grade cannabis from a cannabis professional versus a mari- marijuana salesman. So go That's see exactly. those guys. Yeah. They are over yeah. 224-377-9734. Okay, Robbie. Getting back to where we were, we're going to start talking about some other some other uh, upcoming walks, but before we do that, I wanted to go back to something you and I were talking a little bit earlier yeah. and you had just been you were just talking about you know sometimes what will happen is we will uh, in, in uh, uh, the, the caregivers will will try to stay away from uh, positive thoughts or letting their emotions mm-hmm. go about what's really bothering them. And then you'd also mention, about you know former cancer patients survivors who just want to walk away from the whole thing and yeah. it, it happened it's over i don't want to talk about yep. it anymore and then we were talking just a little bit ago before we went on the air it's like you know i you know i hear from people and myself included on occasion you know here we are after the fact and we've got these uh, you know and I've had people say, you know, I got this that's happened, and I've been done with this now for a long time, and I've had that happen. And when does it end? And and <laughs> we as patients or former patients, and 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 I've said this a million times, I have got no right to complain about anything. I'm still here. Exactly. So, yeah. Y- yeah. you know, there's there's
0: ongoing uh, things that we have to address as well. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> oh, definitely. And and everybody's journey is to a different place. Let's put it that way. So how you get there is going to be different. How you leave there is going to be different. Uh, Some people have long-term effects from either the treatment or even the psychological traumatic process of going through that uh, leaves that with you sometimes. We were joking before. I said sometimes I hate to tell people I'm a 16-year survivor because if they ask me certain things, I don't want to lie to them about it either, You know about, oh, did you ever have any neuropathy problems with that? And I hear you can have, (laughs) you know, I'm 16 years out. I still have quite a bit of neuropathy problems and not everybody does and so I always say every individual is going to be different do what you can at the start to keep yourself <laughs> as healthy as possible um, if you have options you know I had an option I could take smaller doses on a weekly basis every three weeks or for three weeks or I could do one big dose every three weeks and I want to do that big dose I wanted it out of me as soon as possible right and uh, so I had some repercussions from that but I'm here I'm able to still, like Tom and I talked about. I said, you know, most cancer patients, I think they're going to find they got six good hours a day, or survivors even. Uh, And it's what you do with that time that really matters. Um, And we're just, we're trying to take that time that we've been given. Like I say, if fighting hard saved you, every one of us would live. People that die fight the hardest. It's just whether or not we've been graced with more time or not. And if we are, what are you doing with it? We're not going to sit here and just waste our time, at least Tom and I and a lot of people that we know and that we've encouraged and had gone out and got involved, and they found that that was a way to bring a little balance back in their life because so much gets washed out from your life a lot of times when you go through this thing. A lot of times you guys might see this little guy sitting around, a little super baby. Sometimes people think he's super Elvis, baby Elvis or something, but super baby. And he's a reminder of me of how much strength and endurance is really in all of us. Uh, Your level of endurance is so much greater than you even know until you go through something like this, I think, and then you find out that uh, not everything's gonna kill me in life. I'm just gonna have to learn to endure it. Right. And that's what we do. We, we look past our weaknesses in this thing and focus on our strengths and uh, apply those to everything we can to make somebody else's journey through this thing easier. And uh, Yeah, we were just talking before about how it sucks, like I said, how long can you tread water? It's almost like in my working career, over 30 years you're just like uh, not enough to drown me but a little too far from shore too and this is kind of like that also you just want to keep your your nose above that water and stay alive and keep fighting as long as you can as hard as you can Uh, and if we do that then eventually we do win the fight whether it takes our body or not right so because something's taking the body anyway
1: right and that's you know that's the thing and you know when we're when we were talking about this Mm -hmm. earlier and you know, they, uh, I was told about some potential after effects, and I think we probably all were at some point. Uh, and, and my wife will tell you, probably bigger than I can tell you, and, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who who was told these things and maybe mm-hmm. didn't hear it. Yeah, or, exactly. or Or we did hear it, we didn't, it didn't register. It's not what it's like, I wanted to hear at the time. Yeah, just get me through this. I'm I, just thinking about right, right now.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah I know yeah okay I might have to deal with the.
1: okay I'll, that's fine let's just right. get through now right so you know my point in saying all this is, again is I have people that will contact me and say hey Tom you know I've been done with this for a few weeks a few months a few years whatever and this has happened and I was told it was a result of that and and, and what does it end well I don't know, <laughs> yeah. you know I, I'm here to tell you I've been out of it uh, a little better than a year now and I still have stuff going on and I'm not gonna lie and tell anybody I haven't asked the same question mm-hmm. the bottom line of it is you know things are gonna happen you know you may not get you, you may not have had cancer but maybe you got, you got chronic asthma it's still kind of the, it's not the same but it's something that is going to
0: detract from your way of life when it happens and, uh, and other things are gonna happen in life just right. that's, just because we live through cancer doesn't mean all of a sudden everything's going to be wonderful now. Right. Right. <laughs> you still deal with the after effects uh, short term, medium term and long term. There's there's different levels of those things. Sure. And like I said, I hate to talk to people sometimes because this far out, they ask me, well, how are you doing? What are you? And, you know, I don't want to just say to someone, oh, I'm doing great. And to me, I am. I feel like I am. I'll be 64 a week from this from tomorrow next October 3rd, next Wednesday. Uh, I don't feel anywhere near that. Um, I feel like i got a lot of life left in me. Uh, my body's a little beat up, but I'm still unable to do quite a bit with it. And uh, I just hope and pray that I keep being blessed with more, more time, actually. Uh, money comes and goes in life. That time, once it's spent, you don't get a chance to reinvest it or redo it. Uh, it's gone. So just you know, start thinking about how you're fin- uh, spending that time and who you're spending it with because that's all that really matters.
1: And I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out here, which yeah. I very rarely go, do. go right ahead. I very rarely do. Did you tell did you tell us your birthday is October third, <laughs> a week from tomorrow?
0: <laughs> I might have let that national holiday slip out.
1: Um that's tomorrow, sir.
0: Oh well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and happy birthday to our friend Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking all week about it. <laughs> when do I start telling people? <laughs> I need to be called out on that one. Anybody can see this nice color. It's probably a good blush Oh, color it's, here. It, it's it's red. Nice uh, and red got right a lot now. of red going on <laughs> there, sir. <laughs> I need to be embarrassed every once in a while. It keeps me humble.
1: <laughs> and and this is where we're talking about some side effects that maybe we didn't yes. expect. <laughs> yes,
0: we are. Uh, <laughs> short-term memory and long-term memory, apparently. That's right. Tomorrow is a national holiday. That is there my you birthday. go. There, there you go. I got to start thinking about me a little bit more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so in the in the the time we got left, and I and I said we would talk about. Uh, some other uh, fundraising opportunities walks opportunities and I'm also going to talk about what we're what our subject is going to be next week uh, because I don't believe at the moment we have a a guest confirmed Uh, but we're going to try we're going to talk about one that's kind of near and dear to me and it's something I read another article about today and that is HPV positive head and neck cancer bigger, uh, it's a bigger deal than most of us realize. I know it was a lot more than what I thought. And again, I just saw something new on it. We're going to talk about that next week. Uh, But today, let's finish up with some of the places that we can go, uh, those of us that are interested in how we can donate our time, our resources, or what have you, uh, to help kick this thing to the curb.
0: Well, one of the first walks that's coming up is going to be this, uh, two weekends (laughs) if I can get my week straight. Uh, The 14th, (laughs) let's just put it that way. You can figure out what weekend it's going to be on. Um, it's called uh, the American Cancer Society Making Strides Against Breast Cancer. It's a walk that's going to be at Independence Grove, uh, a Forest Preserve area in Libertyville, Illinois. They have Making Strides Against Breast Cancer all over the country. You can check your local area, and you'll find a listing for the walks in your area. But that's one that's coming up this weekend. Uh, It's a nice one. It's probably, I think it's about a 3K walk through the forest reserve around a beautiful small lake Um, they have thousands of people there Um, it's just a fantastic place to be if you have nothing to do this weekend show up Uh, you don't have to register you know you can go to these walks there's hundreds of hundreds to thousands of people at these walks if you just want to go there and mingle with people and talk with them uh, just show up and walk nobody's checking your number it's not like a timed walk or run where you have a number that you have to you know a badge number that you have to have you can just show up there and spend time with people uh it's a good way to get out if you're feeling down about your own life <laughs> its own miseries <laughs> go to one of these cancer walks and i guarantee you you will feel better not because of the sadness or the pain that you see but because of the joy and the happiness and the love of life that you will see when you can when you go to these walks uh so that's a big one coming up uh did you say there was another one Susan G. Komen? No. We've, okay, we've Chicago, missed that. Yeah, right. There was one last week. Susan G. Komen is one of the biggest ones in Wisconsin. Uh, matter of fact, they kind of combined with the Chicagoland area because it was so big. Uh, they were kind of competing with each other. And they just had that one. Uh, so you can go on y- your laptop, your computer, your phone. Look up cancer walks in your area. And it'll give you a list of every type of cancer walk there is uh, that you can attend. And y- we encourage you to do that. A lot of People who are semi or professional athletes um, do the marathons in honor of somebody fighting cancer. I know uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society has a program called Team and Training. I talked a little bit about that with uh, Kat Graham who was on earlier. Um, and what they do is they coach and train people to get in half marathons, marathons, century bike wa- century bike rides, um, triathlons, things like that. If somebody and I noticed also this year that th- they do climbs now. They, they had done hikes in the U.S., but they also now do actual climbs. Uh, they go to Kilimanjaro at least once a year. Uh, so if somebody's looking to do something like that, uh, usually what they do, if you raise a certain amount, they work with you and help you in getting uh, to the event and staying at the event while you're there. Uh, I haven't done an event with them in about four or five years, but I know up to then, and if you look at it you'll find the information, they would Pretty much, you did the fundraising, they'll get you there and put you up and get you back safely. Uh, so that's a good, w- check that out if you're looking to do something before the end of the year and you want to be able to use it as a tax write-off. This is a great thing to do. It gets you healthy, donates money to a good cause, and uh, lets people there that have cancer know that just because somebody told them they had cancer doesn't mean their days of greatness are over just yet.
1: Very cool. We've had uh, yep. we've had a, c- we had a couple people we want to say hi to that, yep. uh, that have been watching us. Uh, our friend Corey, she says, hi, guys, love you. We love you, too. Hi, Corey. Uh, Shelly, you might know her. You were just talking about her. A
0: little uh, young lady that uh, kicks breast cancer's butt all the time.
1: Yes, indeed. She was hi,
0: Shelly, love you, baby.
1: Um, and she says, hi, Dad. <laughs> uh, she was talking about, uh, she left a couple messages about uh, what, uh, what her treatment was like and something about happy birthday. I hear Uh, there's a national holiday tomorrow. Right. Uh, Rachel Sellers, my wife, says happy birthday. Thank you so much. Gary, happy birthday, old man. (laughs) Look who's talking. October 31st, you're right behind me, kid. Uh, Phil Moserino, happy birthday. Thank you, And our buddy Gary in Singapore says, hey, guess what? It's October 3rd here right now.
0: (laughs) celebrate
1: you know this is kind of right
0: my birthday already started
1: yeah jimmy buffett said it's five o'clock somewhere Somewhere. well today (laughs) it's october October 3rd 3rd somewhere somewhere. (laughs) so here we go (laughs) i'm gonna start partying as soon as we leave there you go there you go uh any other business we want to get through anybody have anything they want to share with us before we wrap this thing up
0: yeah just let us know we're kind of flying by the wing here today we you know we we've had to come in here at times and just do this by ourselves and do it together and we'd have guests set up and all of a sudden, something come up, or the guests, like I said, a lot of times, we, we try to have as many patients on or cancer survivors, and a lot of times, as we talked about, they're not in the greatest of shape, and they all want to be here. But some days, it just, you don't know from, I, I tell people all the time, I don't really know from day to day how my health is going to be. Sure, uh, sure. That's something I think people need to recognize also. You're going to have a lot, of, a lot of ups and downs. You're going to get ahead some days. You're going to be many, many steps ahead, and, and all of a sudden you fall, fall down a whole flight of stairs. It's, it's just the way it is. Um, and don't get discouraged on those days that they get, uh, you know, when you're feeling low. Uh, every time I do that, I, you know, I was telling Tom earlier, I don't, can't tell you how many times I went and got a movie for, or two from the library, and they sat there for three days because time is so precious to me now. That I, I felt like I was wasting it just laying there in the middle of the night watching a movie. <laughs> what else are you going to do but sleep? But I would still feel guilty because I wasn't doing something constructive in this this arena. Uh, it, it just draws you. I think Tom and I both continue to be involved in it uh, because of how it makes us feel. Obviously, it feels great when you do something for somebody else. And we, we literally know from day to day, if we do something for somebody, how that affected their life. Because uh, we see people in life-and-death situations <coughs> a lot in this in the cancer-fighting industry. And uh, it really feels fantastic to know that you had a difference in somebody's life. Maybe it might have just been you sat there and listened to them, or you talked to them for a little while, or you cried with them, or you laughed with them. Uh, and making their day like that could change the way they look at this whole fight and could change the outcome. So I, I want people to understand how powerful of an impact you can have in somebody's life who is dealing with cancer. Uh, even if it was just going and shoveling their their driveway this winter because they're too sick from treatment to do it themselves. Uh, you know, just small things like that mean a world to people in this, don't you? Oh, absolutely. So I I,
1: you know, when I, was, uh, when I was being treated last year, I was, uh, I was not in much condition to do too many things. Yep. And uh, my next-door neighbor, and we've been... Uh, We've been close for all the time I've been there. Uh, he shoveled my walk he cut my grass I mean and, and yeah the y- you don't realize how much that means to somebody who's used to doing it um, but boy it means a, it means a ton
0: and it's humbling too when you realize that it is. I, you know I tell people don't get mad that people have to help you do things you know you can say oh I hate this that people had to do things or like I just chose to do was say man am I blessed that I have people in my life that care enough about me to want to do this for me. A- and embrace that and be thankful for that, that you have those people in your life. because You don't really know until you go through something like this who's really there for you and who's not. Sure. I think we've said almost everything we need to get said
1: today, yep. but before we go, I, I want to, and this is not the least bit cancer-related at all, but uh, we lost a good friend of mine this, uh, this past week, a uh, guy who has been on vacation with us uh, fishing and what have you and uh, suddenly uh, had a heart attack in the middle of the night, to one of the healthiest guys I probably think I knew. Uh, so anyway, that being said, uh, we just want to say goodbye to Ron and let him know that uh, we're going to miss
0: you, brother. We will see you again soon. And uh, you were telling me, Tom, that he lived a pretty full life. He didn't just sit No, and wait he was and always he on the to go. Good guy. You know, that's why we encourage everybody we know, please get out and live your life. If you've got a talent, get your passion and put them together. And make it mean something for somebody else. Uh, Tom Strin obviously made a big impact on him by how he lived his life, I assume. Not just being the person he was, but how he lived it. Sure. And we can make a difference in people's life. You have that ability to, you know, I tell people, first, as soon as somebody says you have cancer, you've been given the power of inspiration. Everybody that looks at you now, I mean, I know we all got drafted into this war. None of us joined it willfully, but we're in it. And the minute somebody says you have cancer, you are Im- you are empowered with the ability of inspiration. Everybody you know now is going to look at you. Oh, look, Tom's doing his grass. I guess I can till that garden I was going to put in. Oh, look, Tom went to work today, or I got up and went over to the hospital. I guess I can go to work. I wasn't going to go, but geez, that guy can do that. Uh, you know, and there's nothing wrong with embracing that 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 power. And I, I've told that to people, and I've seen them their shoulders get a little bit higher and a little bit straighter, and and start thinking, yeah, you know, I, I, it didn't take everything. I, and they'll start saying, well, you know, you're right. My friend said he, I, they inspired me for this, and they went and did something. And and there's nothing wrong with knowing that you need every tool you can get when you're fighting this thing. And yep. knowing that you have the power and the empowered with the ability to inspire others is amazing. Not all of us have that ability. Most people look at it something you tell them, and they go, yeah, okay. And they, they didn't really take into what you did into their decision. When you go through something like this, everybody looks at you is taking what you're going through into their decision of what they're going to do next. And there's nothing wrong with knowing that you have that power to, to inspire people. I call it, uh, you know, I like to put the, the desire to inspire into other people so that they can go out and make differences in other people's lives also. So don't just sit there get out there and do something today for somebody else. You betcha. Folks, we thank you for
1: joining us. We yep. hope, uh, we, hope that we said some things that, that hit home to somebody. Uh, in any event, next week, don't uh, you don't want to miss the show? We're going to be talking about HPV head and neck cancer, uh, a much bigger topic than most people have been uh, have been hearing about. Most people
0: don't even know there's a connection.
1: Correct. So we're going to dive into that. We're going to dive in pretty deep, and uh, we will see you then. Until then, have a great week, and thanks for joining us. Take care.
0: See you later. See you next week. Absolutely. 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 I keep thinking, I'm forgetting that clock's slow. That's all right.
1: off on this? You got to turn the button off.
0: To so, yeah. B- Here we go. Join us on Facebook Live and 21.6 The Net on Tuesdays between 12 and 1 p.m. Central Time for Not Done
1: Yet, where cancer slayers come to sharpen their edge. Not Done Yet on 21.6 The Net. Good afternoon and welcome to Not Done Yet. I'm your host, Tom Sellers, with my co-host, Robbie.
0: Robbie How you doing, K-I- guys? Back today. I was gone last week. I had a little, uh, uh my daughter is uh, fighting her second bout of cancer and breast cancer, and she had to have uh, some procedures done. She's had three procedures in three weeks. Um, well, amazing. Just a, a tough girl. She is know, a so tough girl. I, Shelly's I, a tough girl, man. We just want to let you know we're thinking about you, sweetie, and, uh, you keep me inspired every day by what you do. Absolutely.
1: We're also joined in the studio today by our friend, Coach Papa, Tim Stewart. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we've <laughs> been uh, we've been talking with uh, with him for a bit of time. Uh, he's got a, a story to tell, how cancer's touched his uh, family, and we're going to get to that here in yep. a little bit.
0: A story. Hey, Gary, how are you? Gary Hackney. Is hey, Gary. Here. Gary, good to see you. Our good acquaintance, Gary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One of the... Th- one of the things we wanted to I don't cover care what he
0: says, he's my
1: friend. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He'll deny it. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things we wanted to cover in this this week's show uh, cuz we are in the month of blood cancer awareness. Yep. Uh, Robbie's going to tell us a little bit about some research he has done and and uh, we'll we'll talk about that for just a few minutes. Robbie, tell us about
0: sure, it. Sure, sure. Um, I know a little bit about it being a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma survivor myself. Uh, going on 16 years, grace of God every day, thankful for it. So we just wanted to wrap up a little bit and give you some information about blood cancer. Uh, it's it's a um, it's not a one type. There's basically three types of blood cancers. There's leukemia, which usually affects um, you know your 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 blood and your bone marrow uh, production. And then there's lymphoma, which is in the lymphocyte system, which is your immune system. And there's myeloma, which affects mostly plasma cells. So these are all blood cancer related. And those are the three basic types. And then there's hundreds of subtypes of blood cancers. Uh, but those are the three main types. And we just wanted to give you, you know, I was amazed. I looked at some of the facts and the numbers on this thing. and Staggering, staggering uh, the ones you just told me a little bit ago. Yeah, you know, just just <laughs> people that are actually just living with it. Um, you know, over uh, 175,000 people just living with leukemia, lymphoma, and myeloma yearly, daily. Um, I, the numbers that get diagnosed is just crazy. That uh, I wrote them down here this morning. Let me look at them real quick. I hate to read things, but this was kind of uh, 75,000 new diagnoses in 2018 are expected of just lymphoma alone, 63,000 for leukemia. Um, Another thirty thousand for myeloma. Uh, So, one hundred sixty-eight, one hundred sixty, close to one hundred seventy thousand people a year are expected to be diagnosed just this coming year. This the year that we're in now. By the end of the year, one hundred seventy thousand people will be diagnosed with blood cancer. So, it's a very common cancer. Um, A lot of people have it. Uh, A lot of times, you don't know that you have it. Uh, You may not have. uh, You know, like if you have cancer in your digestive system, you're going to know it pretty quick. Uh, your digestive system is going to be upset when you have blood cancers a lot of times you don't know it You may have fatigue. You may think it's age work Life stress, um, you know, and a lot of times they are hard to get diagnosed. I was I'm not a small man. I'm about six one six two Right now at a felt 260, but I've been higher before and when I was first diagnosed I was about 325 and my doctor diagnosed me with food amnesia <laughs> <laughs> I looked at her and I said what is food amnesia? She said Rob I think you just don't want to admit to me or yourself how much you're really eating and that's why you're having stomach cramps and uh, I'm like I-, I know what I'm eating right now it's like a piece of chicken in the microwave because that's all I could stand and uh, did some tests and found out it was uh, lymphoma it had a big mass in the chest area uh, about baseball size when we found it got up to about softball size so by the time we started getting it to shrink down uh, but it's just uh, it's amazing how many people go through life not even realizing that they have cancer a lot yeah. of times. You know, it's just uh, amazing. Phil Nasserino says, hey, guys. And Marcus Tally says he's in four years in remission from lymphoma. So. Excellent. Excellent. Phil, uh, we hope your wife's doing great. You've been keeping yep. us updated on her. And we just pray for her all the time that everything comes out good in the way we want it. God's will is our will. That's what we always pray for. Amen.
1: And I hope that uh, I hope that information I sent you, Phil, it was, it turns out to be valuable. Please keep me updated. Let me know. All right.